You ain't come one, but many time tainies. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. My ankle was melting into the floor, <laughs> and I was getting raped by the sun. Like, that's what happens if you take ketamine. Buck Perez. We're kind of inebriated on the show, but we're really showing it right now. You know, it's kind of... And I'm your announcer, Elliot Dagan. Black Crack Attack 1 probably had, you know, just the three. Right. Black Crack Attack 2 doubles down. Everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Drunk Ass Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Drunk T, how are we doing? How are we doing, Buck? I'm drunk T. And once again, to the left of us, the great Elliot Dagan, the announcer of the show. Everyone's favorite, loving the E. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's loving the mm. E. Is that your new thing? Like, your agent, your podcasting agent's like, you know, Elliot, we're going to sell you a different way these days. You know, you've been the lovable goofball on the Far Out Podcast and the announcer guy who's also been the weird stand-up comic. Um, we're going to switch to Love and the E. I figure we can get the, the listeners behind you more with branding you this way. Kids love E. You know, it's just a widespread phenomenon. So it's going to be like standing up for Jay like they had trying to make Jay uh, when Jay was number three in the ratings uh, in late night. Yeah. Standing up for E. Loving the J. I think you got to have your own podcast called Rolling with E. I like it. Rolling with E. I like it a lot. There you go. Have you ever thought about going solo, Elliot? Um, I've done solo a couple of times. I prefer a partner. Yeah? <laughs> Maybe a couple. You went with, like, the Woody Allen joke. Here, nestle up. Put the mic up close to your face. Quit leaning in. All right, all right. Get, get comfy, everybody. So we're back on the Far Out Podcast, and uh, we might have mentioned it on previous shows, but we're recording during the day, which normally we record at, at night. And uh, the funny thing is, it, it's kind of weird because I hear birds chirping. I was about to say, yeah. It's uh, really disconcerting to hear the birds. Yes. <laughs> and I'm drunk at, what, 2 p.m.? Was it 2.47? Very early in the day, yes. On the day you're watching probably the Oscars, whatever date that is on the, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what are they called? On the, the calendar? The calendar, yes. I'm Good going word. to Magic Hallway. I, I was going like a Come Gregorian on. calendar or something. I was trying to go for a deep no, reference there. Buck, Buck's trying to... What are you, what are you doing, Buck? Uh, Buck's trying to get a your way to light a match. Yeah, like you're, this. yeah, I'm trying to be you're cool. You're awful at it. I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> Shut it, Elliot. Adam, this is radio. Once oh, oh, yeah. Whoa. 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 I'm sure that was all wowing to the audience. Just watched you... Uh, oh, yes. It's, uh, I'm sure it's still connected to the match book, see? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's not a safety concern. That's cool, right? That, that's not going to put the... You know, I, I have huh? homeowner's huh? insurance, but I don't want to <laughs> deal with the barn. Huh? All right, sorry. I what? called it the barn. It's the oh, garage. Oh, no. <laughs> it's my, my latent... A harking l- back. Low-budget FM programming. Okay, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Far Out Podcast. On today's show, we've got Far Out News. Woo, woo. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with uh, Eastern religion I had recently. And uh, Buck has some interesting insights he found uh, while listening to the show on Stitcher the other day. By the way, you can yes. listen to the show on Stitcher. Uh, it's a free app. You download it, and it has all of our shows that come out exactly when the show comes out on iTunes or Zune, and you can stream the show. The audio quality isn't as good, but basically, if you download this app, you can have Far Out and a bunch of other shows like uh, Smodcast or any of the stuff on Ace Broadcasting. 
whenever you want to hear it. So it's kind of a cool thing to download. Probably about a third of the people listening to our show listen to it that way. So Buck had a very interesting observation. If you, if you think about back in the day, like if, if you oh, bought a, a... My bad, I didn't Oh, that was me. Yeah, sounds that was so good. That is the voice of God. No, Todd. Okay, so yeah, when I listened to this show, I found this. It's on the left panel. And you can listen to the show regular speed. You know? a left panel of Stitcher. Left on panel of Stitcher. I'm sorry. Right above where it says far out. And you have options. You can go back 30 seconds. You can uh, bookmark or you can play at different speeds. So I found that listening to us at half speed, not twice as fast, but actually half as fast as we talk, we sound... Well, wait, you found, you found this by accident, correct? You hit yes, this button by accident. <laughs> yeah, I hit it by accident. And I was like, Jesus, I know we... Uh, we're kind of inebriated on the show, but we're really showing it right now. You know, it's kind of... I sounded even more uh, low-key than I am. <laughs> uh, chemically inconvenienced, as they say. Yeah, so let's let's hear a bit at half speed. New TV in, you know, 1980. It cost you like, you know, it cost you $400. <laughs> which is like a million dollars in today's money. You it sounds like my dad drunk. getting yeah. cheaper. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, so Adam has a list here of things that uh, kids born in the year 2011 will have no concept about. No fucking uh, clue. What do you got here, Adam? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope to sound this way when it comes to um, when I when I when when my podcasting really just goes really bad. Like it's go the, the end of days where I'm like just a wild drunk cokehead. And I sound like shit, and it's like it's like in my fat Elvis of podcasting era. I hope I sound just like that because that's amusing. Well, if any of the listeners uh, listen to all of the Boxing Day episode, they heard a little bit of that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hold on, there's, I think there's a bit more. Blockbuster on Sunset, that's gone. <laughs> Go to premieres to this <laughs> day. Yo, still, you still, still got an account? You still yes. Still a rental store? Premiere video <laughs> and. Uh, down the beach, yes. And they're probably actually videotapes, right? Yes. It's up by sounds normally. DVDs, all that good shit. Mm. But no, have a good selection of stuff. <laughs> You're still doing this. I'm still doing I'm it's still insane. in the bed. Yeah, I'm still in there. Well, Buck has said he's amusing. uncomfortable around modern technology. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Wait, that, wait, that, that sounds, uh, you know. That's amusing, okay? But also, like you said. There is a cracked out version of us, and we can listen to that because you can play it at twice the speed. Oh. Like, I, I don't see why people would want to listen to it, but let's hear it. 20, 25 years behind everyone don't, uh, else. Don't trust the computers. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a fad. <laughs> it's funny, though, that uh, kids, kids these days, yeah, exactly. yes. people want to experience it. Like, I remember um, a uh, girl I was dating back in the day. There was a big moment. <laughs> what did she look like? She was half Thai. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was half uh, Irish descent in Thai. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she was beautiful, and she went to the University of Southern California. What kind of eyes are we talking about? Green? No, no. The, the, the tie thing kind of washed out the possibility of green eyes? <laughs> That'd be pretty unique. I mean, but, but then she wouldn't have been with me. She would have been hot to trot. She would have had a new man in that bed every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's a different version of the show. That's a little more tweaked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the uh, Breaking Bad version. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the bad... Now, the funny thing is, after listening to that, I want to talk that speed now. Like, like my body goes like, how's it going? Like, how's it going? <laughs> it's snowing in September. Oh, 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 oh Elliot, you're over there. Uh, how are you feeling today, Elliot? Well, I'm feeling really great, Todd. I'm glad that you asked me those questions. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about socialism real quick. Uh, some people believe that you know socialism is a big European problem, but I think it actually, in the United States, we socialize medicine and everything. That's your cry. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was uh, now... Back to normal speed, how we're normally talking. Right. 
But now I, now I can't find regular speed on the show because I've been drinking a bit. Like, we're on the fourth show of our recording. Who knows what order these will come out, but the fourth show of recording, and I, I've had a bit to drink, so now I don't know where I'm at. Like, mm. we need to know the correct speed of time. The time code. Yes. It sounds like something my buddy Drunk C would say. Like, if we got really fucked up and hanging out, I was like, I don't know the correct speed of time. You know, and they'd be like, dude, see, you just busted out some crazy shit. You, you, some great drunken philosophy. Right. But, you know, some people that have a lot of podcasts to listen to, they listen to our show's uh, half sp- uh, double speed because they have so many podcasts they have to get to, which it sounds distracting to me, but I right. guess people can process that information. Hmm. Now it's time for the Far Out News. Far Out News. Why can't you share your bit? All right. This story is sent from Lax Dude. So uh, thank you for cutting out our work. And please, listeners, I'm going to say this for Todd. Send him more stuff for us. Yes. I, I thank Lax Dude. Lax Dude, who I've known in my entire history of podcasting and is a swell guy and a big time supporter of the show. So Great contributor. Yes. Yes. Ravers getting high off of Cobra Venom in India. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like Cobra Venom has gone mainstream for a certain demographic of Indian partygoer. India Today reports that Delhi police have busted snake smugglers who are corralling serpents to sell off their deadly saliva. Uh, Unless it's Salvia. Should be probably a lot more fun. Yeah. What was the malt liquor with the cobra on it? Cobra. King Cobra. King Cobra. There you go. Good old King Cobra. I've got the King Cobra. And they got the shit, you know? (laughs) Yes, it's good. That's my best accent. <laughs> that if if that was your best accent, was what accent best. was that supposed to be? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Can I hear Austrian? <laughs> Shut this it. is for Hitler. I've, East good. Springtime for I've Buck. Got, I've got one King Cobra. <laughs> wow. That was that was a little bit of both. That was a little bit of both right there. Kind of Indian, kind of Austrian. Just throwing it in. Hitler Youth. It's just right. unique. According to police, venom and snake bites are preferred by drug addicts at raves these days. No, drug wait. addicts. Well, what's the... Okay, I can't imagine what the the, the buzz you get off... Because, A, I think it's going to kill you. But what's the buzz like? Is it like a... Like, a, like I, I doubt like a cobra has a bunch of morphine in it or like some kind of stimulant or... Clorox or uh, pseudoephedrin in in its bloodstream. Well, you know it's poison, so I could see it being like shrooms, where you're just freaking. Is it upper or downer? Is what Todd's saying. Yeah, it's a freak. It's just a freak <laughs> it's just out. A freak. Just a freak out. Yeah. Sometimes it's just it's like ketamine. Like what's ketamine? I don't know, you just freak the fuck out. Like I don't know what happens. Uh, you know, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a terrible experience. No one's like, oh, you know, uh, I'd have to say ketamine was a very pleasant and enlightening experience. No one's like, oh, that was good stuff. They're always like. Yeah, that was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, my angle, my ankle was melting into the floor, <laughs> and I was getting raped by the sun. Like that's what happens if you take ketamine. It's like, wow. but so maybe it is. Here, here's this uh, trip out on this, people. Uh, what happens if your body produces some kind of endorphin to combat the bite, and that's why you get a buzz off it? Like uh, your body, like to to ease the pain so of endorphins the snake running crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you just you you you, you get bit by the cobra. And they go, oh shit, oh motherfucker, and then just you just do a, a holy ghost dance all around the rave the whole night. But, or, or maybe it's like Steel Reserve, where it's just you know you're having a bad time, but you keep doing it. You just get low. Yeah. <laughs> just get lower. Dark. Start shooting the TV. News. I like turtles. 
right wing talk radio host says he was only went into gay bar for the beer. Mm. <laughs> Some good, uh, good stuff. Right wing talk host. Uh, right, radio- right wing talk. Right, 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 right. Clean up your speech, Elliot Dagan. <laughs> all right, all right. Right wing talk radio host Michael Berry blasted mm. a Houston TV station last week after it reported that he had left the scene of a hit and run accident he caused while he was leaving a gay bar. Mm. What, was he leaving alone? Was there anybody else in his car? Or? Uh, didn't didn't say. How bad was he rear-ended? Hello! Oh. Hello! Come on. <laughs> that just clipped. Yeah, I know. Sorry. When, I, when I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> well, if you want to keep going with those jokes, here's an entendre. There uh, we go. Innuendo. He claimed that his political enemies were trying to smear him. Yeah. The, oh, there you go. Smear the queer? Is the old game we used to play? <laughs> wow. I didn't mean that in like I'm yes, mean, saying I queer. Uh, sounded bad. It sounded bad. I was just saying that because that's it's a that's game. That's a game people... we used to play. Yeah, I know. I yes. remember that game. Yeah. Now here's here's the deal. There's a lot of people that their knee jerk reaction to this story is going to be okay. Right wing talk show radio host ends up being gay, and they're going to say, well, that's why you know he he was homophobic or whatever was you know because he's trying to hide the gayness, and I I don't really believe that. When when people lob usually people lob that out immediately when they have like um some like Republican politician who voted against <laughs> gay rights bills and stuff ends up being gay. Hmm. I think that that's a rare thing and that gets everybody's attention. But I think for the most part, people who are homophobic just fucking hate people who aren't like them. Like, you know, hmm. they hate gay people. Like you wouldn't use the same reverse term and be like, Well, you know, that guy's a racist. But he's just a racist because he really hates his own race, and therefore he's hiding it by overcompensating and being a racist. No, he's just a racist. Right. And people who are homophobic are just fucking homophobic. Well, they're looking uh, for a connect point on the guy instead of being like, well, this guy is just really a, a huge, horrible asshole. They're like, we want to believe there's some humanity. There's got to be some good in people. He's compensating. Oh, so it's a, a compensation believing in like the guy's actually a good guy. He's just, he's just misunderstood or something. Yeah, you don't want to think everyone's Hitler. Yeah. That's true. And, I'd uh, like to think everyone's Hitler, though, you know? Uh, no. <laughs> but move to Austria, That'd be a... That'd be a <laughs> you know, is everybody you Hitler? Know. Move to Austria. All right. Xanadu. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't believe that, you know, that, oh, everybody was homophobic. Because I, I think that, you know, peep this. I might have to tag this with real talk. Oh, my but gosh. Are you ready? No. Can Let's we can do we it. segue right. into real talk real quick? Just drop it. I don't need to put the, the you know, the intro in or anything, no. but a little bit of real talk. I think that humanity... I think you're born racist and homophobic. Mm. And then people eventually become educated or experience life and overcome it. Because I think that, like, you know, when, when people evolved, when they're on the savanna in Africa, if you saw another tribe coming that looked different or had different cultural practices, Austria, you were like... actually. Austrians, yes. Uh, the plains of Austria. <laughs> when, you, when you saw people you coming over, yeah. you had reason to fear them. Like, mm. you wanted to fear the people that were different because if a different you know, tribe came over, you'd be like, oh shit, they're trying to rape our women and, and, and steal our food. And so I think people intrinsically, you know, most five-year-olds aren't progressive about the gay and... Xenophobia. The, yeah, they're, most five-year-olds are xenophobic and then eventually they get older and they go, oh, you know what? Actually, there's nothing to fear with other people and therefore I'll be cool. Hmm. Uh, and then the, the first time people see like two gay dudes kissing and you're going, oh boy. You know, and you, you, you it, it sits weird with you, but eventually you overcome it, right? It's like it's like basic shit in life. You overcome basic things to become a, a more humane person. That's why I think, you know, is that, is that wrong? Is that a wrong assumption? Well, I would like to hope that's how people are, but um, 
you know. So you, you think people are basically bad to start with, and they have to learn to be good. No, I, I, I think that when it comes to um, your basic... The makings that make people were, were forged years ago. Paranoia. Under paranoia and just trying to survive. And so the reason these things still happen, the reason in lesser developed countries you have more racism and more homophobia, like if you go to some shit dustbin in the Middle East, you go to Afghanistan, I doubt they're very progressive about the way they treat gays or the way they treat people who are different or people from different tribes. Or women. Or women. Like, anything different. Like, oh, it has a vagina. It doesn't have a dick. Oh, my God, I must stone it. Right. Like, that. if you look at the more primitive parts of the world, you'll see that homophobia and racism is just the order of the day, and they don't even think twice about right. it. And I think as an evolved society, the more evolved are not homophobic or racist. But it does take a certain amount of getting people over that initial, I don't know, basic DNA to be that way. And I don't know if that makes me have a... a positive view of humanity because most of humanity has overcome it or it makes me have a negative view of humanity because I believe that we're intrinsically racist and right, homophobic. Exactly. Born bad. Yes. Real talk, people. I'm a Catholic and I'd like to believe that we're all born bad. Hating yeah, Jews. bad and then you get some water <laughs> thrown on you then you're good. Okay. So these are people like th- this guy just needs water thrown on him and then he'll be accepting of his he internal gains. accept gayness. Jesus and get water thrown on him. Well, let me, let me actually read this because... Uh, yes. His quote is, I went into a bar. Hmm. There were gay people inside. You know, I went into a bar. Let me confess. Because there was cold beer waiting inside. Is that a crime? The fact that I'm not afraid of the fact that some people inside may be gay makes it a bad thing. Would it have been better if it was a strip club or a Hooters? Well, if it would have, then maybe you should know now. I don't hate gays. I don't fear gays. I don't need to bash gays. Barry, who's famous for his racist and anti-Muslim rants. Wow. <laughs> Nothing about gays. All right. Yeah. He's cool with gays. He's cool. Okay. Yeah, he goes to gay bars. He can hang out with them. They're fine. But, uh, you know, if they're black or Muslim or... Oh, it doesn't say black. Could be... I don't know what racist he he's He might against. like blacks and just not like Asians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a problem with the gays, though. Just to let you know. Okay. Well, that's good. He, he, okay, well, we came full circle. Maybe I misjudged. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually an okay guy. Yeah. Other than yeah. the, you know, anti-Muslim and racist stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, like, not like every... Quib- like quibble. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody's perfect. <laughs> right. Like quibble. You see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Uh, speaking of gays, radio station airs gay porn soundtrack. Oh. A radio station in Britain has issued an apology after it had inadvertently aired what appeared to be a gay porn soundtrack. Oh, boy. Unfortunately, we had an unauthorized access to the live feed on Jazz FM on Saturday the 18th, February at 7.15 p.m. local time. Was it for uh, Harry Twatter? What was the uh, porn? (laughs) Which resulted in a highly regrettable <laughs> incident. That joke. Oh my god. Jazz FM's head of programming, Mike Vitti, said today. So only straight porn soundtracks are gonna be heard from now on. Well, it probably means that somebody in the studio, because given my years of experience in radio, nice. uh, you know, you have on your soundboard, you have like if you have a, a TV in the room, you can pot up the TV, you can pot up the computer. So probably the guy was like playing jazz standards, was like, I'm gonna go 
little bit of gay porn. They just had the tab open, accidentally clicked over. Yeah, and then, then the audio went on. Hmm. Uh, when I worked at Sears years ago, uh, somebody switched because they, the, they have when I lived worked in the refrigerator department, they had the TV department was right by us. Oh, yeah. And so somebody clicked on like Skinamax or something, and on the huge TVs in Sears, yeah. like there was porn going on like some customer or whatever flipped it on hbo or softcore cinemax yeah where people were doing sex in unreasonable positions hmm. and put that on and then like i was sitting there in the the refrigerator department i'm like oh shit <laughs> and like on like literally 15 tvs there was uh you know a, a guy and a, a female getting down and i was like is anybody gonna turn this off yeah like, for how long was it on it was on for about five minutes. Oh, wow. And everybody was frantically looking for the remote or what changed it. I don't know what the guy changed it and moved the, the remote or the... I don't know how the setup went. I don't mm. remember. Mm. But it was a very awkward couple of minutes where I thought, maybe I'm going to go into the... like the. I'm going to go hit the vending machine real quick. <laughs> not, sure. not go over to the fitting room? No. Get yeah, some business yeah. done? <laughs> oh, my, my God. I can't handle myself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I had a similar experience at the Red Room. Favorite local bar. Yes, in, in Long Beach. So, it uh, Red Room's kind of a small place, so it gets a little loud when people are chatting. And suddenly it gets quieter and quieter on the screens. It's a, it's one of those bars that has a shitload of TV screens. There's yeah, some softcore rolling down. And so, you get to the point where it's completely quiet, and the bartender looks up, and there's softcore porn playing. Hmm. What did he do? Changes the channel. The oh. biggest... Oh, grown from everyone at the bar happened. Right. Because we're all adults. Right. We're all at a bar. Sure, why not? Yeah, we can all enjoy that. The, the, the bad thing is I've been, before I was, uh, I was waiting to see a show at the Troubadour in, uh, in LA, in, in West Hollywood. And um, I think I was seeing Money Mark, the keyboardist from the Beastie Boys, like play a solo set. <clears throat> nice. And I, was, I think I was waiting for Oscar. And so the closest bars in West Hollywood, because West Hollywood's a prominently, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest gay communities in, in, in America. Pretty gay. Maybe even the world. Yeah, it's the gayest place in the world. It's pretty gay. And so I stopped by for a bar to get a drink. So I stopped by a gay bar. And uh, I was sitting down because they had cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'm sorry, you and Oscar at a gay bar? No, no, Oscar wasn't there yet. Solo. Yeah. But was, he's mean you're there. I think he met me at the Troubadour. I'm not sure where we met. But like, it's like I got off work. Uh, I had two hours to kill. Fishy. I don't want to drive all the way back home. Mm. And so I was having a beer at a gay bar. And then I, in gay bars, they show some shit on the TV. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like... Was, well, guys are visual animals. You know, we need to be stimulated visually. So. Yes. Yes. And they, they were showing a bear porn where it was like these guys oh. with like... They were hairy. And it was like dudes rubbing on them. I'm like... Running, rubbing on each other, be like, oh, look back towards the mirror on the bar. No, like, and people are just sitting there watching it. Like, uh, it's, you know, it was an experience. I gotta say, I was like, wow, go for it, guys. You know, compared to heterosexual porn, what was the music like? Oh, yeah, a little more romance. What's going on? Just techno, just boom, boom. Oh, it's boom, real, it's more boom, techno. Boom, huh? boom, boom. Oh, I got you. Yeah, wasn't that That's like bare sex? Huh? I gotta say, the straights have it when it comes to to porno music. Right. You get that. You got the white funky boy jazz, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like envision the meters are like Beastie Boys B sides, like you know, it's good shit. Someone who really cares about music is making that. Yeah, but like the the in the the bear porn, they have like you know Venga Boys playing, (laughs) or like boom boom, and then just a little bit of growl. (laughs) 
Are you sure that was included, or was that just that was coming background from behind, noise? Yeah, behind. Time. Oh, behind. Oh. <laughs> oh, they were eyeing them, sizing them up. I remember that night actually. I was sitting there, and then there was a, there was a brother sitting next to me with dreads, which usually you don't think of like gay see, brothers having no, dreads. No, I think more like the Paris bur- Paris is burning type of a uh, gay brother. Okay, and um, it's a uh, what is it? Cross-dressing documentary from like the eighties. Oh. Like what the Vogue was taken from, and um, and then the, the guy was like, "Oh my god!" And they had a Justin Timberlake playing on the other thing. And uh, we were watching like Justin Timberlake and having some beers. He's like, "Wow, oh my god, I love Justin Timberlake." And I was like, "What? This is a brother with dreads?" I thought I didn't know. I, I thought there was. Uh, I didn't know the the gay community was into the dreads, but uh, evidently well, the, it happens. The uh, Jamaican religion um, really is very homophobic. Yeah, yeah Rastafarian religion, very very homophobic. Like beat down the Batu yes, man like, with with the bat. Like, like seriously, they will beat you and kill you. Yeah, it's not cool. They do smoke weed though. Yeah, there's a lot of Jamaican like reggae music, which is like "Jah love, mm. love everybody, peace yep. everybody, beat homosexuals." Yep. Exactly. <laughs> You're like what? There's a lot of hidden messages. Boyaka, <laughs> beat gays. But then like the rest of it is just like uh, it's all like love the woman, God hate the gay man, man. Create the children, beat the gay. You're like what? Anyway, highly Selassie, not not a fan of the gays. Far out news. <laughs> This may be one of my favorite news stories I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Lafayette man buys new DVD player, finds porn movie inside. Oh, lots of porn talk on today's show. All right. Travis Lively got a sneak attack on Valentine's Day weekend. Nice. Perfect he time. and girlfriend Larissa Ritter. I'm glad they're throwing out names here. <laughs> we're enjoying their first Valentine's together Saturday night with dinner at La Scala and a romantic evening at home watching movies. Some mm. Italian food. Oh, good. I like, I like how this is I going. Like the details. Yes. Lively needed a new DVD player, so a quick trip to Walmart off of Indiana uh, 26 scored him a Magnavox machine for about $30. I was going to say Best Buy. A little low end for Valentine's Day, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Getting he, the went cheap. he went cheap, yeah. <laughs> 30 bucks. Couldn't afford the Dynex? <laughs> <laughs> when he opened up his new player, a surprise was waiting for him in the DVD tray. Nice. Black Crack Attack, number oh, two. Oh, wow. Oh, the sequel. That's amazing. It's not something you expected. When are the future? Last Lively, 29, who lives in Lafayette. Black Crack. Attack. Well, it's one yeah. of the few times the sequel is better. <laughs> yeah? You've you seen, you, you weren't a big fan of Black Crack uh, Attack really? 1? I mean, just like with Iron Man, it was like, yeah. Not so good. Part two, awesome. All the cameos. Yeah, so that's awesome. what made it. Well, well the um, it's it's like Empire Strikes Back is way better than Star Wars. Black Crack Attack Two, like there is a twist. There's a more compelling ending. Out, outshines it. Deeper character study. Yes. Hmm. Anything else in the news there, Elliot? A DVR copy of the adult video had the title scrawled in blue sharpie along with six triple X's. Six. <laughs> wow. Triple X is is hardcore. What happens? Like, does someone die in in the in six X's? Six triple X. That's thirty six. Well, you know, it's Black Crack One, uh, Black Crack Attack One. Probably had you know just the three. Right. <laughs> Black Crack Two doubles down. That's beyond my creativity sexually. Once it once it gets to six X's, <laughs> I hope before I die I can uh, make it that far. Uh, what I got to say about this is this guy. Obviously, was just trying to show his first Valentine some porn. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and then oh, and then he blamed it on the Walmart. But he he stuck to it. Like he went all the way to the papers with his story. Yeah. Stuck to his stuck to his guns, huh? Yeah. I mean, like, how many people are willing to like just go with it? Be like, no, nah, baby, no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> seriously, was that's I'm not into that. Wow. What this was in there? Black crack attack. <laughs> it sounds like something Herman Cain would play on a date when he's sexually harassing somebody. Oh, man. Wow, yeah, so he basically he, he basically tried to bust a 6X porno on a woman on a Valentine's date. She wasn't into it, and he was like, oh, my God, they just, it, I bought it at Walmart. It had the porno in it. I'm going straight. I mean, you know, I'm going to call Walmart, and the woman goes, go to the papers. I'm going to the papers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was like, this is clearly an unbelievable story. Right. <laughs> this, how could something like this ever happen? How could a black crack do that to somebody? <laughs> Literally attack people. How could it attack people? <laughs> All the black crack I've ever met was very accommodating. Oh, Whitney. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. It's not, I think we established on our last show, it's, it's too early. She it's too really... Early. Oh, Bobby. It's too early. Whitney fucked up Bobby's life. <laughs> Let's just go down that road, yeah. I was in Santa Monica. Recently, and uh, for those of you who aren't from the L.A. area, Santa Monica is like, they, they call it the People's Republic of Santa Monica, because it's kind of like San Francisco. It's kind of like where all the, uh, the, the hippies and people who move from the East Coast to experience L.A. and be L.A. people go and act like real L.A. people. Like and, a, and the rich. And the rich. They live up to a stereotype out there. Yes. Yeah. Santa I, Monica, you'll never find more white women with yoga mats just walking down the street on me, a daily basis. Let me drop one awesome Santa Monica fact, because that's where I work. Yeah. Uh, this is the literal People's Republic, because there is an anti-smoking law where you can't smoke at the beach and at the Third Street Promenade, which is an outdoor three-street like mall, yeah. which is a closed-off public you, road. According to... Uh, San Monica Police, you can't smoke standing still. You have to be walking. Yeah, they won't. You have to be walking somewhere. But yes. here's why. Because you have to be 20 feet away from open doors and windows to have a cigarette in Santa Monica. Yeah. Wow. That's a... Uh, it's hefty. Yeah. It's, weird. it's one of these places where like they encourage... Like, you know, you can be homeless and sleep on the street. That's oh, fine. There's tons of that. Yeah. If you light a cigarette in Santa Monica, though, your, your ass is fucked. Right. Like a life sentence in jail. But, but um, I, I dig hanging out there. But uh, a friend of mine invited me to go to a curtain. And he was like, Todd, you're really going to get into it. Um, my what? buddy, Miguel, who's a photographer at our wedding. And he's like, Todd, you, you're really going to dig it. It's, uh, it's a whole experience. People are going to chant. You're going to feel some deep religious things. So my wife and I and some friends went out uh, to Santa Monica to experience this recently. But what happens is when you tell somebody it's a curtain, what you're doing is you're kind of using a slight euphemism, which I didn't realize till I got there, which was you're going to chant Hare Krishna all night. Oh, yeah. Popular over there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm down with it. I'm cool with whatever, you know. And uh, I, I, I have, I don't know, people have listened to the show might, might have picked up on this, but I have a deep interest in religion. Like, I love reading about religion, like studying religion. I'm not a religious man myself, but I, I, love, I love the idea of, of uh, deep spirituality, and I like the magic of it and everything. So hmm. I've always been into, you know, dipping my wick in uh, different uh, ideas. Even though I don't subscribe to any kind of a man of science, but uh, I, I love experiencing it. So I went out and they did a Hare Krishna chant for uh, we did about two and a half hours where we sat on mats mm. and we oh. chanted Hare Krishna. Mm. Now I have my acoustic guitar here, so Elliot, fill while I grab it. 
Okay. Well, so a uh, little known fact about the Hari Krishnas. Uh, they are very popular in airports before the new regulations. Thank you, Elliot. Now, I would like to say that any mass past an hour, you, you lost me. Like, well, it's not a mass. It's a it's any a religion thing going on more than an hour. You lost me. And you're you're a Catholic. I you're raised not, Catholic. Yeah. You could do you could do a long time in Latin. No, an hour. I could do an hour. And Baptists, I don't know how they do it. They go to church all day, all right. day, man. Yeah, I can't do that. So this this was like a, a Saturday night. So I had a little bit of wine. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You went to. This, I, I knew you kind of went at night, and I figured you got kind of. You oh, know, yeah. So, yeah. you wanted to feel the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost. That yeah. being said, if I invited you to the church I go to, you'd probably be drunk. Well, I, well uh, Catholic Church, they give you wine. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't want to get into this. I recently got, I was drunk in a church on uh, Christmas. Mm. It was because it was the it was the end of the football season and the Raiders were playing um, <laughs> Kansas City. It's like you've already got your excuse for when you meet God and he's like, brings us up. <laughs> so my wife, the, some of her friends that go to this mega church, and she's like, you know, it's a lot of singing. They have this big, it's like American Idol, but right. in a church. So I was like, all right, you know, what, you know, you guys want me to go to church on, on uh, Christmas Eve? You know, fuck it, I'll go. And but but the thing was, I was in the bar all day watching the Raiders, who won in like overtime with a Sebastian Janikowski field goal. It was an amazing game. But wow. I put on a good buzz, and I wound up drunk in church. And the the pastor mentioned, uh, he was talking about faith, and he was like. Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there in popular culture talking about faith these days, like Tim Tebow. And uh, I was sitting in the church, and I was like, I can't stand for Tim Tebow talk. I'm a Raider fan. They're they're our biggest enemy. And and I sat in the church, got a little buzz on, and I went, boo. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You, You at midnight mass booed. The priest. No, it was at like two thirty. It was like that game ended at one. Oh, you went after Christmas. New mass. This is after New Mass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was Protestant things. There wasn't any mass going on. It was, oh. it was the hip, the hip pastor, and so he was like, and people are talking about Tim Tebow, and boo. then people start laughing. There's a reaction, and being a Raider fan, I was like, boo, and then people laughed, and my wife's like, not cool to be drunk in church, not cool to boo in church, but you know, I was like, hey, he pulled me out of a bar, made me go to church. You know, here's what happens. But so I went to this. Hare Krishna chant, and um, and so it was kind of like this. It was like I got my guitar here. It's out of tune. I don't have time to tune up, but I'll give you an idea. It's auto tune. It's gonna be like T Pain. No, no, no. That's what it sounds like when I sing normally. Is mm, T Pain. T Pain. And so it's like Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. repeat Hare Krishna Hare 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 Krishna Hare 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 Krishna you guys are fucking Krishna Vishnu sorry what? sorry sorry it, it's not a George Harrison-esque tune enough George Harrison can make Hare Krishna sound great but so what happens was we end up doing two hours that. of that though huh oh yeah two hours but what happens is so they, they say the uh, the Maha Mantra and then you repeat it and but what happens is after you, you do this, you you do this for about sixteen minutes, and you start going into like a trance, mm. and then they start speeding it up. 
Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, and they got the the, the the drums going, and then you start you start feeling the Holy Ghost, and people start standing, you start hopping on your feet, and you're putting your hands up in the air, and then uh, I realized I had this great realization about Hare Krishnaism, and the oh. Vedic religions, and the Maha Mantra, and all this, and I realized it's just like kindergarten. Oh, Finger yeah. painting? No. No. I was saying it's like jazzercise. Well, no. Well, Hare Krishna and Jazzercise is very close. But very no, it's like, this, like when you're in um, kindergarten, you sit down on a, on the floor. Yes. Indian style. Okay. Mm. Oh, Indian style. Yeah. Oh. Feeling oh. me here? Okay. And okay. then the, the teacher uh, says something, and then you repeat it with, with songs. It's like, oh, McDonald had a farm. they like, oh, Hare, Hare, Hare Krishna. It's just like that, but you're saying like weird, random Indian shit. And then you start getting excited. And then when, you, when you're a kid, you start getting into that trance of singing, you know, singing repeat songs. You know, like, um, I don't know, what, what, what's, a, what's a good uh, song you'd sing in around? Don't put your muck in my dustpan, my dustpan, my dustpan. I have no Fish idea. Fish and chips and vinegar. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Pepper, yeah, pepper, pepper, pop, right? And I was like... Hare Krishnaism is a lot like fucking being in kindergarten. And I turned to my wife as a kindergarten teacher. She's like, yeah, I do this every day. It's just we do, we do it in English, you know. Huh. And so then I got this crazy smile on my face, like a, a wacky cosmic Krishna smile. And uh, I, ended, I ended up digging it. And there were some lesbians in there also who were kind of like feeling up on each other as <laughs> the Maha Mantra was going on. Really? So, wow. Yes. Getting into it. So I will definitely, um, again, it was sold to me as a kirtan which is a little euphemism because you can never get friends to go, hey, we're going to go chant Hare Krishna on a Saturday night. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. But I actually had a good time, and uh, I encourage anybody, uh, you know, if you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, if, not if you actually want to do it, but, you know, if you got nothing better to do. Well, I find myself doing it now when I got nothing to do. Like, I'm gardening, I'm like weeding, and I'm like, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. They got you, man. Hare Rama. You. you know. Have, have in the gale, yeah. Have in the... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. My name is Todd Perry. For Ellie Dagan, great job today. Thank you. Buck Perez. Right, thank you. And you guys uh, have a nice, sexy uh, time. Have a nice, sexy weekend. And be sure to listen to a little, uh, watch a little Black Crack Attack, too. <laughs> Keep it close. Jagapala Jai Jaya Hare Om Gopala Krishna Govinda Jagapala Jai Jaya Gopala Krishna Govinda Jagapala Jai Jaya Om Hare Om Hare Krishna